Hey, this is Ashlyn, former co-host of the Top 10 Recovery Podcast, The Betrayed, The Addicted, and The Expert. I have had my challenges, but I am also living proof that joy is possible, even when life does not go as planned. I'm excited to share with you real examples of living a life full of adventure, true healing, and freedom, no matter how messy life gets each episode, I will introduce you to someone I love and respect to talk about ways to be the buffalo and to face your storms in different areas of life. What else do you need other than time to heal from betrayal? I'm happy to have Brannon Patrick, the expert from the Betrayed, the Addicted and the Expert and my expert friend. I'm back. I'm never going away. (laughs) We just can't stop. Um, but it's, it's when we're talking this subject, it's a very easy partnership to come back together and talk about, um, and you were part of that healing for me. Uh, you weren't my therapist personally, but you were definitely part of the process as we spent what, four years content for the betrayed, the addicted expert. Yep. And this was the topic. I mean, (laughs) we talked about healing from sexual addiction and things like that, but healing from betrayal infidelity, um, just betrayal trauma, that this was the topic that we talked about so much. Yes. And so I'm excited to break it down even more with you, Ashlyn. Yes. I, I'm, it is funny to me that we created four years of content and we can still be like, there's still more. There's still more. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> That's really crazy. Is. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so complex, healing from betrayal. Betrayal brings up uh, every it brings out everything all of your demons your trauma your fears your fears of abandonment um your lack of emotion regulation skills your, yeah You're like naming all, me <laughs> me eight years ago Brandon. yes but it triggers everybody in like uniquely because of their unique life experience up to that point of betrayal yes and so the healing process isn't it's weird, Ashen, because it's like one size fits all. It, it really is, because the same principles apply to healing from betrayal, but it's not one size fits all because it's so unique because of the way that an individual responds to being betrayed. Yes, and their childhood experience up until now. There's yes. Just so much, right? And I feel like. Um, I'm still moving through new parts of it because uh-huh. I'm in this new stage. And, yeah. and the crazy part is, um, am I, am I sad that all these things happened? Yeah. And I hate that I can connect to so many women and men who are in that same boat of betrayal from mm. everywhere. I mean, it's constant They're like, Oh, me too. Me too. Oh, but here, here's yeah. the thing is there's no way no way that I would be here on a podcast had I not had these things shift me. They right. they shifted me for the person I am today. So I hate that it happened, but I'm also, it's a gift for me to, it, it compelled me to figure out who the heck I am. Well, it's only a gift if, and, and I got to say, People who are in certain parts of, of the betrayal hate hate this conversation oh, yes. that, that, that I'm going to say right now that we're having. It's only a gift if um, you are the buffalo and you face it, you you step into it, you work through it, and you you allow the process to 
to move uh, along. Um, it's not a gift when betrayal comes along, rocks your world, and shatters your reality and, and your hopes and your dreams, and then you're stuck there, <clears throat> not picking up the pieces, but wondering, why me? Um, or, or just pissed off at your partner so much so that you can't get beyond that, that anger. That anger is okay, but I see people get stuck in that anger. And so, so the betrayal can, it, it can, it can really propel you to growth or it can get you stuck. Um, and, and, and the beauty of it, Ashlyn, is, is that you have the agency to choose what you want that story to be for you. And, and sure. right. And I want people to remember, cause you see me now, like eight years into this. Yeah. I was not the Buffalo for 15 of those years. You're right. I was like, a what is an animal that sticks their head in the sand? I, that's me. <laughs> You're an ostrich. <laughs> I was an ostrich. There you go. Um, <laughs> because it was hard. And the crazy yeah. part is one, it was hard. It seemed unattainable. Uh, it seemed hopeless and resources, resources cost money and time. And so it's not only do I need to go to therapy? It's do I need to go to therapy? And I also need to find a babysitter. And I also have to like devote my time, my extra free time to healing. This sucks. Well, I, I, I think you're making a really good point in that like, okay, I'm, I'm like you working through life, you know, all of a sudden I get betrayed and it's like, okay, now this big part of my life is dealing with betrayal. Yeah. Like who, yeah. who wants, who wants that to be like your hobby and your purpose and your, you know, and it, it doesn't have to take your life over. It doesn't have to become like the thing in your life. And if betrayal has happened, it's happened. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a thing in your life. And it's something that you can either be the ostrich or be the buffalo. <laughs> I like that. I I think that's our new one instead of the cow and the buffalo. We're making oh, yeah, the cow. Own. Yeah, the cow runs from the storm. The ostrich sticks his head in the I sand. I just stayed. I didn't run from it. I was just like, okay, this hurts. It's gross. I don't like it. Um, yeah. But yes, I had those mad moments, and I had the all of the things that you might be feeling. I was there, and now as I've stepped into that work and seeing, okay, this is actually for me. Why am I letting this story own me and define yeah. me instead of me taking that step forward and saying, no, like no more. I'm going to release this energy because it's keeping me stuck in, you know, how I'm showing up in the world to my friends, to my family, um, everyone, because I was hurt. Right. And but I didn't like the, that. But Ashton, there's kind of this like um, oxymoron to it all, which is, if you're the ostrich, you stick your head in the sand. It's like, no, I'm not letting this define me because I'm pretending that it's not there, right? And yes. but but that actually is letting it define you. That's yeah. because it still has a bunch of power over you, and it's mm -hmm. affecting your life and it's keeping you stuck. You're just trying to cope with it by being in denial. Yes. Um, well, whereas, and, go ahead. That also, I I see it and I feel it because I was there. It's the whole idea of every man must be this way. It's when you get that narrative, that to me uh -huh. is the ostrich of like, I'm not going to deal with it, but I'm going to have all these beliefs about everyone else. 
right? Yep. Like yep. one, their marriage must be perfect because they're not struggling. So I start going to, to comparison and then I start going to that hopeless. Every man is awful or yep. every woman. Look at what she's wearing. Like everyone's the bad guy instead of just saying, gosh, I don't want to live this way anymore. It hurts and it feels icky. Right. Right. But, but when you go to that far, like that, that far place of this is every man, then it's like, well, I might as well just accept this and stay stuck here. And it is what it is, right? So what's the point of moving forward if if the reality is quite hopeless Mm -hmm. and and it keeps you stuck there? Um, So luckily there, you know, when you turn and you take your head out of the sand and you start moving into the pain Um, and you actually decide, like, I'm going to face this, that's when it doesn't define you. Um, that's when it's, I, that, that's when it's, I can deal with this. I can actually learn from this. I can grow from this and I can move beyond it. I can, I can, I can push through it and get on the other side of it. Um, and, and, and really there's good news and bad news. The good news is that feels really good. To, to start to get on the other side of it. The bad news and the reason why people keep their heads stuck in the sand is it's scary, it's hard, it's painful, um, it's, a, it's a process, it, it takes some time. And I mean, we're just gonna talk about some of the, some of the work that that actually is, mm-hmm. and not to deter anybody from doing it, but to hopefully help you understand that you can take those first steps forward Mm-hmm. and really start into this process so that you can start to get on the other side of it. Yes, I love that. And for those of you who have possibly already started, maybe you've listened to us for a long time, maybe you've done some therapy or group or something like that, right? But you're still feeling that stuckness, then keep listening because there might be pieces, like Brandon said, where it's it's kind of layered, And it isn't just, yes, the work is the same for everyone, but some things don't work for some people. Yes. And and others do. Absolutely. So as we talk, you know, coming off of what Ashton just said, the the process is unique to the individual. So um, we might be talking about one thing and you might be thinking, well, I'm kind of past that part. Um, or I don't need that. I need something different or something more. Mm-hmm. And so we'll talk about different diff- different things that you can do, but also realize that you're where you're at, right? Mm-hmm. So like, for example, um, one of the first things that you need to do after you've been betrayed is to give yourself permission to feel emotion, mm-hmm. is to be pissed off, be angry, be sad, um, but but to find the safety to be able to express that stuff and to start to feel, to actually feel the, the pain of it. Yeah. Right, Ashlyn? Okay. And, and I'm listening to you say that and I'm like, yeah, but guess what? I was the girl who was like, I would go to therapy and the therapist would say, what do you feel about your husband doing these things? I don't know. I don't know what I feel. I was so numb. Blocked. Yes. yes. And so the idea of finding safety to feel angry and hurt and sad I didn't even create that for myself. And I was going to therapy. Right. Well, it's interesting. I I did, I ran this retreat a couple weeks ago and there was this part where we were trying to drum some emotion up. We were trying to, and some of the guys were like, I didn't feel anger or I didn't feel sadness. I didn't feel, and they're saying, and I'm listening to him. I'm like, 
I'm like, there's there's no such thing as should feel. Mm. Like, like you're telling me what you like. Dang it! Like I failed because I didn't feel something. Well, the, there is. Here's the point I'm trying to make, Ashton. What you were doing in therapy is you had those emotions deep down. That that yeah. pain was in there. Yes, it was I'm excellent definitely at feeling in now. <laughs> yeah, so, but you were excellent at blocking and stuffing and holding those emotions then, right? Yeah, and. And so you were you were acting as if like no I don't even know what I feel there's nothing there right but that's that's how you truly f like thought mm -hmm. you were feeling, mm -hmm. um, but the reality is is if you feel compassion toward the person that betrayed you that's okay, mm -hmm. if you feel disgusted if you feel sad or angry or whatever you feel the 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 key is is to to actually. Be honest with yourself about whether or not you're allowing that energy to flow. You're allowing the, those emotions to to release out of you. Yes. Okay. Now that makes me think of in Beyond Betrayal, there, our online course that you and I created. We that first piece is the finding safety and feeling, and we walk them through a couple letters of like, hey, you got to go and you got to sit in this and go through the work. And I've heard from two girls in the last two weeks saying. I hated this exercise and it also catapulted me forward. It yes. Was, it was this piece that they had skipped, right? So they've done yes. all this work. They've gone to therapy. They listen to the podcast. They're doing group. And yet there's this piece holding them back that they didn't even know was there. Right. I Have I, have I ever told you about my boil? No. <laughs> Let's talk about your boil. <laughs> it's, a, it's a random question, right? <laughs> um, so I, I, have you ever had a boil? No. Oh my gosh. Like I've had some painful stuff in my life, but a boil is like a whole new level. Oh. So, so I've gotten, I've had a, a few boils actually, but I got this big boil on the back of my neck once. And, um, and I, I was over in the Philippines when it happened and I go over to this, this woman's house and she looks at it and she's like, Oh my gosh. It's ripe. It's ripe. And, I'm, yeah, and she got all excited. And it's at that, I mean, I hadn't slept in like two days because I couldn't lay on the back of my neck. It was throbbing pain, just throbbing. She, and she's like, it's ripe. It's ripe. So she sits me down and she sticks a, a, a piece of sugar cane in my mouth. And she's like, bite on this when it gets really painful. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So she puts it in my mouth and she just starts squeezing on this thing just like and ash you know those like youtube videos where the the uh, pus just Dr. like does Pimple not Popper. stop yeah it was just like gushing gush uh, and like chunks of it just like thick now I'm, I'm making this gross on purpose okay but it's true so and, and she's just like enjoying getting this thing out oh yeah and it was so painful as she squoze like so the the worst pain that I've ever felt, um, and, but I, yeah, I was biting the sugar cane, and um, instantly when that last piece of infection was removed, and it was deep, deep down in there, it was like the pain went away, instant relief, just like oh, right, yeah. So, I mean, how how does this analogy fit, Ashlyn? Oh, it fits. I'm <laughs> yeah. feeling it. I'm thinking of childbirth right now. The <laughs> yeah. minute that baby comes out, it's like, <sighs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
but but it it requires something to get to that relief part, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that discomfort. So I, I love there. that story. How have I never heard that story? Yeah. Thank you for sharing. But but here's the other thing, Ashlyn. To, as, let's stay on this boil analogy for a minute. Um, what if I would have left like just a little, a few chunks of like pus in there, an infection? It, I call back. it I call it chunks because it wasn't like gushy. It was like, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if what if like deep down I just left some infection down in there? Yeah. Which I mean, you know, I think we've all done that. I, for me, I look at that and think my chunks that I kept down inside where I was still moving forward, but there were pieces that kept me not stuck so much as just not moving forward. Yeah. But I wasn't, I wouldn't say I'm stuck like I was the 15 years before. It was like a new stuckness. Yeah. But it, it was the me not, I was too afraid to work through my sexual health. Yeah. After betrayal. Yep. That's such a scary one. But when I finally stepped into it, it was uncomfortable. It was all these things, but it was like, oh, well, I wish I would have worked on that sooner because this was a huge chunk that I really So you're saying out. you're saying, Ashlyn, and this is the truth of betrayal. And it's it it's like when you think that the the wound is healed and you know it's been sewn up and it's healed, and it's like, okay, I'm feeling better and mm-hmm. things are better, but Dang it! I know there's something da- down there. I, know. you actually intentionally lance that wound open again, yeah. and uh, and it's painful and scary again. And you dig back down there, you find that stuff. Like you're talking about sexual stuff, which is yeah. scary and so traumatic scary. and hard. And yeah, but the crazy thing is, everyone's thinking about it, even when they've been betrayed. Yes, and oh. so it's still there, and we're just like, but that hurt me, so let's shove it down. You know? Yes. Let's really push that one down far away because we don't want to deal with it. Yeah. So, all right, Ashton. So coming back, we're, we're, we're talking about how dealing with and facing pain, we're making this sound really fun, Ashlyn. Um, <laughs> but, but it does, it, fun isn't the right word, but relieving. It's and, relief. Yeah. Yeah. Relief is awesome. Um, and yes, keep going. Yeah. But okay, so what else though? What else does healing from betrayal require other than just dealing with the pain? Okay, I would say the next one is hope because mm-hmm. I would, I mean, I don't know your statistics with who you see, but it's all of us that I get to work with these women who feel hopeless, hopeless for their future, hopeless for their partner, or mm-hmm. maybe they are divorced like me and hopeless that they'll never find something that's quote normal mm-hmm. and and easy yeah an easy love yeah well and ashton I, I i gotta say i'm glad i'm sitting here talking to you today right now as a divorced woman um because i think for four years on the podcast it was like look look like things will work out things will work out and yeah. people in the back of their mind think yeah, yeah because right. you stayed well no they think yeah that they 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 are working out for you guys because you stayed married Yep. Like you stayed I, married. See, look, they worked out for you guys. Well, here you are as a divorced woman now. Yeah. And things are working out, right? It works out. I still get those messages, Brandon, from people who don't follow along close enough to know that I got divorced. And they're like, but if, what if I am divorced and not married like you, will it still work? Will your work? And I'm like, go listen to the podcast. Yeah, like, like, go listen to episode like, 200. See this, see this thing through. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, the point being is that hope um you know i i think finding hope is is key and 
I think where a lot of people get stuck is that they want a specific outcome mm-hmm. um, and and they don't have control over that completely. Yeah. And because of that, it's hard to find hope. Um, but the reality is, is there's this other place to find hope, which is is really a place of surrender, a place of, mm-hmm. I know that I will move forward no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. And I will find peace no matter what other people's decisions are. And and there's ways to really grasp that and and get that that place of hope so that you're then motivated day in and day out to do your recovery work. Mm-hmm. Am I making yes. any sense? For me, yes. I don't know. Okay. Because <laughs> I've been there. I've done that. And felt the hopelessness and then stepped into the hope. And the hope is scary because it's saying, wait, if I give some hope to myself, am I giving up all this pain? Yeah. And do, does my partner whether I'm in a relationship or not, do they think that the pain is gone? Right. And that's, that's that hard to, you can't surrender and find acceptance until you realize I can do both. Listen, listen to what you're saying. It's it, it, the way you said that was so interesting. You're, I want to hang on to, to pain. I want to hang. I, I, and, and what, what I'm hearing is I want to hang on to control. Yes. And if, so if I like, it's like hope and, and hanging on to control are mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's 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 not you don't have control anyways yeah, um right so let go of the control and just find the hope so easy right it's so easy <laughs> when life is chaos which that's what happens after betrayal it's like whoa my life just blew up everything i thought i knew it's not what does the future look like that's really scary and so yes finding ways to control our process is is also part of the process we all do it absolutely and and so yes it's okay if you're doing it and yes there is a way out of it yes when we're in fear our natural reaction is to control we Mm -hmm. we we want to do that and so it's hard to let go um and learn how to let go and and find that hope okay but the letting go and the acceptance oh my gosh brandon i think that is my favorite part and i didn't realize it was my favorite until this year when Mm -hmm. I had to do it in a new way. So it was still a betrayal of sorts for me with the marriage dissolving because I didn't know. Um, But that letting go and releasing and just saying, okay, like I really don't have control over his actions, his thoughts, his opinions of me, all of these things that are so uncomfortable, especially because we are public with so much. Right. But for me to let go and accept, like, this is my reality. And this, this part is my work to do. And this part gives me the hope and acceptance to move forward. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm going to pick that. And it absolutely is so freeing. Like, right. That is where I started, to, where I went from, okay, I'm literally suicidal because it was so dark and heavy to now I'm up here and feeling this light back inside of me yeah. and just everything's more fluid and flowing because I let go. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think it's one of life's greatest lessons is we're like bad stuff's going to happen to all of us. And can we learn how to work through a process of, of grief mm-hmm. to get to that place of acceptance? And, but, but as, as you're talking, Ashton, you can hear it like, oh man, it feels so good. When you get to that place of acceptance and it's like, yes, I acknowledge that this is real. Mm-hmm. This did happen. 
and acceptance doesn't happen just in your head of like yeah yeah no i know it happened no it's it's your whole body it's in your it's in your soul it's in your heart like i i accept that i'm yes. and yeah it's a reminder for me frequently too you know if i get a a message that kind of pulls me back i have to remember like oh no 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 like i don't have to take things personal right i can accept that this is the reality and it's this instant like Oh, I can respond in an emotionally regulated way because right. this is not my stuff. Right. Yes. So you're able to manage that because you don't mm -hmm. get so wrapped up in all of it because you're not resistant to it anymore. Yeah. Yes. yes. Now there's a process to get to acceptance. And mm -hmm. and um I Ashton, I just want to mention a few things as we're talking about finding hope, acceptance, um, finding safety. There's some uh tools and mm -hmm. I call it recovery capital or there, there's yeah. some assets that are really helpful for for people to work through these things and, and in betrayal things like for example a support system um yeah. having people you can talk to that that you can process through things and work through things um that aren't emotion, judgmental <laughs> that aren't judgmental safe people yeah. right a really good therapist um some emotion regulation skills, some mindfulness skills, um, some kind of relationship with a higher power. Like these type of things are really essential to help somebody work through this process that we're talking about. Yes. And I think, I don't remember what part of Beyond Betrayal, I was telling you this, but there's this part where we do a lot of the self-care, self-love, mm -hmm. which was absolutely a part of my process and continues to be. That's part of my dailies that I do, you know, it's, it's taking care of me and, and prioritizing mental, physical, and emotional health. We teach that in the program. And there's a part where we're saying, Hey, you got to go do this. It's a fun activity, but it's also still like pulling and hard. Cause we're saying, yes, go, go share why you love yourself. <laughs> yeah. And, and you have to do it this many times. And people are like, what? No, you know, <laughs> yet they've done all this other hard work through betrayal and they can't find self-love. And so, yes, it is a combination of so many different things that some are hard and some are fun. Absolutely. Finding yourself again, finding your voice again, or maybe you never had it. Maybe there, the self-love has always been something that you've lacked. And yep. so, yeah, there's this, Ashton, there's this part of the whole recovery process where it's like, okay, I'm out of the, I'm out of the pain. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm in a place of acceptance. And it's like this freedom thing where it's like, whoa, like I'm out of the pain. And now like my life, life purpose, um, possibilities, like I can, I, I've learned so much through this crap, mm -hmm. through this hard stuff, that now I'm empowered, I'm strong and I'm free and I can just like dance. I can just go like this. Yeah. This is amazing. I feel so alive. Um, I love when I see people get to that part of the recovery Same. process because they've earned it. Yeah. They've totally earned it. Yep. Those strong men and women that you know aren't strong because they just decided to be like, they've gone through yes. the things that force them to become strong. Right. But they don't bog down with, for example, relationships with poor boundaries they just have healthy boundaries and they're like, no, like that's not going to box. I'm going to stay free. Yeah. I'm going to stay alive. I'm going to stay in my purpose. 
um, they don't bog down with lack of self-care and, and hating themselves and like that stuff's been taken care of. So now they have energy and they have life and they have purpose and, mm -hmm. it, and it's awesome. And th this is where we get to people who say, I'm so grateful for what happened yes. to me, you know, and, it's, <laughs> and I don't think you can understand it until you're kind of in that place and you yes. see it. And then it's like, oh, oh, that's why. Yeah. That's the piece that, you know, the title of this is it takes more than just time, right? It's this effort and willingness, but that's the time piece that I never could. That was so hard to swallow. How am it I took ever, time to get yeah, there to yeah. be grateful for these things, but it's, it is finding your purpose and your power. And when you find those things, it's easy to look back and say, man, I wish this didn't happen, but wow, look at how it shifted me for the better. Right. Right. Absolutely. Well, Ashlyn, I hope this is helpful. I mean, we've talked on a kind of broad sense about a process of recovery. Um, we delve into bits and pieces and specifics. You can't be the ostrich if, if you work our uh, Beyond Betrayal program. It doesn't work, no, right? It doesn't. And, and it's fun for me to hear the feedback. And I know you get to hear the feedback from it too. And this is a program we created when I was still in a relationship and you know it was very very defined this needs to be for everyone it's yeah, absolutely. not just for those who are staying and trying to work it out and so to see women who are stepping into this program maybe they're taking their time maybe it's taking them a year to do the program whereas others are like just i need it every single week and i'm making the right. time and it's like a, they're they're making an appointment like therapy to go and do that work it doesn't matter how you're doing it either right. way is buffalo you're still facing it and you don't have to storm ahead and run and face it's just face it and start taking right. the baby steps and we kind of handhold and walk you through some of the fun things and some of the hard things but we're there that's what i was gonna say don't face it alone we yeah. you know ashlyn's been through it personally i've seen i don't know how many people go through it and so the stuff that we put in that that program is is from some wisdom, some knowledge, some, some hard earned experience. And, and so let us walk you through it. Let us help you through that process so that you can get to the other side of it, feel that acceptance and start to uh, fly again, start to dance. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I'm going to just sit, put this out here. Um, we are opening it back up the beyond betrayal program and we're doing a 30% off sale. We love to be able to give you guys the discount because we know resources are always hard to come by for a lot of us, um, time and money. And so this is an opportunity for you to do it at your own pace in your own home and still have that support and the resources to gain the capital like Brandon's talking about. Um, but to do it in a way we want the mo more of you to be a part of it. And we do open it up for just a certain amount of people to step into it. And so the sale will be through October 25th through the 31st. And it's the ability to, you know, face, fa face your demons on Halloween, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. For me, I thought, man, I was such a witch and I, <laughs> I didn't want to be a witch anymore. I needed a new costume. Um, and I, I was wearing a lot of masks. Right. I was that girl who showed up on social media like, look at, look at all these analogies Ashen's got. <laughs> well, oh, there's a lot we could talk about. Um, but yeah, Halloween is my favorite holiday. And so why not say, let's do a sale for Halloween. Uh, so that's yeah. what we're doing. Dang it. I'm trying to think of one off on the spot here. I'm usually pretty good at this, but. Is there one about ghost 
Don't let the uh, ghost haunt you. I guess. <laughs> okay, if you come up, I was, with a good I was trying to think of black cats, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that one fits. No, it doesn't. So, anyways, whether it's on Halloween or not, <laughs> it's a good time to get started to get working. And uh, we'd love to have you go through the program and we'd love to f have your feedback as you work through yeah. the program as well. Yeah, that is one of my favorite, especially the the little activities. I get DMs with pictures of um, the artwork that we have them do or that. Oh, I things love that. Yeah. So yes. I'm like, you're doing it. You're doing the work. Yes. I love it. So thanks again for meeting up, Brandon. I always yep. enjoy our discussions and I know the listeners. Thank you, Ashley. Well. Yeah. Okay, bye-bye. See ya. Thanks for being here with me today, whether I was with you doing your dishes while you got ready or driving in your car. If you found a nugget in this episode, please take 30 seconds. You can click on the link below in the show notes and leave me a quick review over on iTunes, or you can share on social media or shoot me an email. It offers me your support without you having to spend a dime or much of your time. Until next time, be the buffalo.